shot through the chart. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen and ladies. Uh, sorry if we're too quiet or too loud. We are in the new space today and we're testing it out. Because <laughs> the Wi-Fi only works on one half of this building. <laughs> How are you doing? I am AC Ponce. That's how you're doing today. Yes. You you are just trying to change up the intro on me, aren't you? Yes. I'm trying to find my own flow. I guess so. That's fair. I, I did I did hand over the reins to you. I guess this is this is time a third week three, in a row. So uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. Um, it's been a rough week. Uh, <laughs> can we get through the introduction before we we get into our our lives? Sure. I am AC Ponce. This is Stephanie. AC does not like change. No, it's not that. It's like, I just want to, like, make sure we get everything out of the way first before we get into the actual show. Guys, if you don't know who we are, we are Shot Through the Chart Music Review Podcast. Thank you very much. We uh, review the Billboard Hot 100 songs for a certain year, the top 40. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we do? Uh, this We're year very is highly ninth- opinionated. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes we have no idea what we're talking about. Yep, that's often. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there haven't been too many people who have called us out on it, which is good. Yeah. I mean, it's a good and bad thing at the same time. Like, I want some pushback, but nobody wants to give it to us, so. I mean, there's just a few things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's um, not like people are like, yeah, just say stupid stuff all the time, <laughs> and it's cool. Maybe, maybe that's what they want. Maybe they just want us to say the stupid stuff all the time. Uh, so we have... Uh, they want to be entertained. I guess so. We're in the year 1995. Steph, yep. what songs do we have Number today? 20 to number 16. We are in the top 20, y'all. Like, um, what is happening? How is this season almost over? You know why? Because we have, we have been consistent this season, which I'm happy about, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, go, 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 go. But it's crazy because like we kind of procrastinate the day of recording a yes. little bit, but then once we actually get to a it, actually, it still gets done. A lot of it. But also, uh, I just moved, so yes. uh, we're thinking of moving it from AC's house to the apartment or the clubhouse, which is where we are now, Yeah, recording. Um just the internet issue. Yeah. We want to make sure that it's the I'm sure we can fix enough. that eventually. I'm so glad that the camera can't see my toes because I can't stop fidgeting my toes. Yeah, I I'm, I had to set it up to where they can only see our faces because <laughs> I feel this is like a bar stool. Like I feel like I'm going to start swinging my legs later on and no uh-huh. grown man should be swinging their legs <laughs> on a bar stool. <laughs> Tell that to Kevin Hart. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I, if he wants to be a guest on the show, I mean, that'd be amazing, but. Uh, all right. So what have you been listening to this week? Have I you gotten to listen to anything? What's nothing new. On? I think it's been mostly reaching back, honestly, just trying to find things that'll keep me sane. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your go to keep me sane song or music or playlist? I'm trying to bring it up right now, but once again, uh, I shared the Wi-Fi password with you from your internet, uh, from your laptop. Yeah. It's not coming up, but... Um, I think we're too quiet. I think my, my go-to relaxation song is always going to be some Andrea Bocelli. Really? I like me some Andrea Bocelli from time to time. Uh, 
The thing about Andrea Bocelli is all of his song titles are in Italian. Mm-hmm. I don't speak Italian. Mm-hmm. I only know one song, and I only know it by the English name. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of like, it's easy to convert over uh-huh. to try and find. But if I'm trying to find any other Andrea Bocelli songs that I like, it's 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 impossible. Mm-hmm. So um, I've actually been listening to him at work. Like, uh, really? We, we, yeah, we just got... One of the guys I used to work with left, and he used to do, you know, more more hip-hop, more R&B, mm-hmm. more old-school soul and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's just me up there. It's like, I kind of I kind of want to, you know, change it up, you know, do something that's a little more, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say classy, because <laughs> that's not the word. It's well, just, just something different. That. No, I mean, it's... Um, but anybody unfamiliar with uh, Andrea Bocelli or this song I'm about to play, you may you may know it from Step Brothers. Which is um, this one? I think yes, go with that one. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it is time to say goodbye. Oh jeez! I just it just he has amazing range, unlike the Wi-Fi here. <laughs> As you heard it stutter yeah. just now. Um, and so I, I just, I enjoy this song purely for that. And this is really relaxing. Okay, let me get to actual. I don't even know, because this is actually his duet with Sarah Brightman. So I don't know. If, yeah, little Sarah Brightman. Let me pull up Andrea there. Nope, it's still her. Never. This is I like the song a lot. There's a couple other Andrea Bocelli songs I like, but uh, this one's this one for sure is my favorite. You know what? One day, <laughs> one day when I first started this job last year, uh, so one of my coworkers was listening to un- Andrea Bocelli on her Spotify, and then because it connects from her car and in the store, mm-hmm. like we were listening to like. I think you need to be more on mic. I'm having a hard oh, time. Oh, sorry. We were, we were listening to, I think, like the Mamma Mia soundtrack. And then all of a sudden she left for the day mm-hmm. and she starts playing Andrea Bocelli in her car, but it plays in the store. And we were like, what? It was like turn Bluetooth of connected? Yeah. Oh. We were like, what kind of turn of events is that? I've had that issue with if I'm following my parents somewhere and they're in their car uh-huh. and I have my phone connected to their Oh, jeez. Like, I'll be in the middle of a podcast, and sometimes... It'll stop playing, and it'll go to their yeah. car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if I'm listening to, like, a comedy podcast, oh, it may not be the most, you know, PG-13 of subject. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what I wanted. But That's hilarious. It's pretty rough. Because I'm sure your parents are like, why? Why is this yeah. happening? And, of course, they're, like, probably scrambling to figure out how to stop it from playing. <laughs> yeah, that too. And my parents, they're not, like... My parents like music and stuff like that, and they like listening to the radio, but a lot of times... They're the kind of people who are okay with it being completely quiet in a car. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I mean, I'm cool with that. That actually, I do that a lot, especially when I'm like stressed out or busy. But your parents are always on the go, so yeah. And then they're always making phone calls, which right. is kind of understandable. But at the same time, it's like I need something to listen to. Yeah, otherwise my brain will start like talking to me. Other than Andrea Bocelli, mm-hmm. we are go to the other side of where my brain has been taking me. Um, Let's see if you guys remember this throwback. Oh, boy. Here we go. 2011, it says, when it came out. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that feels right in my brain or not, and I would really like for it to start playing. <laughs> Come on now. It's five o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Five o'clock featuring Wiz Khalifa and Lily Allen by T-Pain. I don't know why I like this song in particular. I think particular. you just like T-Pain. I do like T-Pain, <laughs> and especially since we were talking about the mass Singer and yeah. all that. Guys, how is that not him? It's him. He did that performance, and I don't know if you want to play it later on. I, I don't feel like putting it on right now, but um, he sounded just like Lenny Kravitz in his performance mm-hmm. of American But Morning. there's still every, like, there's small portions where you can tell it's him. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is his least least auto-tuned song from that time period. I mean, you can definitely hear it. That's so much auto-tune. I don't know. I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I mean, I don't anymore because I know that he has a great voice without it, yeah. so it doesn't really matter to me. You know, some people are a little weird, though. Yeah. They're just like, he's just all auto-tuned. No. But again, as we said last week, if you watch his tiny desk on YouTube, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's all him. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have another song that I want to bring up, but you can go ahead first. I, I'm doing this out of a courtesy to a listener. But you can. What, what's been going on with you? How's how is life? How is work? How is uh, how is it all going down? Um, This is the week of Valentine's, so uh, I'm Mm. highly stressed. Um, Yeah. So this week, uh, mm, Valentine's Day is on Thursday. uh, But tomorrow, like, I've been, like, training temp workers and trying to hire as many people as possible just for the week of Valentine's Day. And Mm -hmm. then I have a newer staff person who is absolutely horrible mm. and I actually have no to good. get rid of her by lights I actually have to fire her uh, after Valentine's Day which is not going to be fun it's the first time I'm ever going to have to fire somebody but it's ironic because it's <laughs> I hope she's I hope the owner of my work isn't listening to this but <laughs> she really wanted her based mm-hmm. on her resume and her experience and then the girl that's doing really well, she originally threw out her resume and didn't even want me to interview her. But she's doing a fantastic. Yeah. She's been pretty much self-sufficient on the job since the second week. So it's, guys, hiring people is hit or miss. You really got to put them to the test, put them to work, and see how they actually do. Because you are never know. <laughs> Um, but this week, uh, so I've been getting home, like, it's crazy because I've been work. I worked like eight to five every day this week. Mm-hmm. And like when I got home at five, I literally just didn't want to do anything. I made dinner. Sometimes I didn't even eat dinner or I ate leftovers and I like I would eat and then I would lay in bed and I'd start to read a book and I would just go to sleep. Like it was just that kind of week. Like my brain is moving. I could barely talk all week, honestly. Like I was stuttering so much. Because I had so much going on in my brain that... What? Nothing. Okay. I had so much going up on in my brain that, like, so many things wanted to come out. But it was not what I was talking about or supposed to be talking about with somebody. So I've just been in a jumble of words. But uh, I work for Valentine's because I'm the manager. I'm, just, I'm essentially supposed to be, like, kind of hands-off. Mm-hmm. 
and supervising and really like like I'm not allowed to get stuck like on a phone call with a customer. I'm not allowed to get stuck, you know, dipping things in chocolate. I'm not supposed to get stuck on the line making and designing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm supposed to make sure that every each area is flowing quickly and efficiently so that we can get all of our orders out because we make like 25% of our yearly revenue from this week alone. So it's a big deal. And it's the first time I'm doing a Valentine's Day. So it's a lot of pressure. I'm not nervous. I'm just like, I mean, just to actually just get it done, you know. Um, And then, so when I'm laying down and reading after work and listening to music, I... Uh, so back in college, uh, when I was at Parsons, I had a playlist, like, at the end of, like, a stressful day at school, like, because my school was really, like, rigorous and hard, and I was taking, like, eight classes at a time, and you can't take any less than that because of the program I was in, which was really stressful. Um, I created a playlist called Vibes. Ah, uh, yes, the Vibes. <laughs> and then I was just like, I need something that's going to help me like unwind and just relax and really, you know, just take my mind off of all the stress. So I tried to recall all the songs because obviously I have a new phone now from, you know, three, four years ago. Um, I tried to remember all the songs that were on it. And like, of course, (laughs) what was on it was like the Fifty Shades of Grey album, the first Mm. movie, because they're all the songs are like, you know what I mean? Like they're all vibes. They're all, I mean, like, mellow and, like... I think like, that's the intention of that soundtrack. Right. But then, like, I remember adding, like... <laughs> I went through, like, a really big, like, uh, One Direction, like, slow song uh, kind of vibe moment. So I added all those, like, They Don't Know About Us mm, was okay. added. Um, let's see. Who else did I add? Uh, or what else did I add from them? I literally could not name another... Little Ooh. Things, Half a Heart, and Gotta Be You... Uh, hmm. stuff like that, and then of course we got some Neo <laughs> in Neo. there, and then Miguel, of course. Do you adorn? Simple things, sure thing. Arch and point things like that, and then some. Uh, oh, one song that was a hundred percent on this list was uh, Maxwell's "This Woman's Work." Hmm. I was obsessed, but the version I have is like recorded so low. That I always have to like turn up the volume, mm-hmm. and then I always scare the crap out of myself because I forget to turn it down when the next song comes on, and that's I like, blast that's out like my when ears. It's like when you get sucked into like YouTube videos, like yeah. and one video is like really quiet, yeah. and the next one's really loud, yeah. And then of course like some Jay Park on there. He's got a lot of slow songs, so. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, Frank Ocean, like his first album, mm, yes. um, Pink Matter. If I'm in love, I'll go. Can't I'll be the go last. back every once in a while to some Frank Ocean. Yeah, and then of course Ed Sheeran, uh, Kiss Me, Perfect Dive, Thinking Out Loud, some Drake in there too, Marvin's Room. I also have the JoJo version, the girl version of Marvin's Room. Mm. Um, also, brand new something by Drake. Those are also always in there. Day twenty six. Y'all remember making the band P. Diddy? What? Where Danity Kane came from? I stopped watching making the band after the first season. Oh my gosh, you missed out on a lot. I'm sorry. I, it I was, was great. Like, my I dad. Thought, I thought it peaked at O Town. Oh boy. Did, did oh no? Boy. They had an. That was. Did not they come out O Town? Yes. Uh, but that was a different show. It was still the same concept, but it wasn't like a. It was called making the was band. Was it? Yes. 
I remember there was another show that was like Making the Band, but it wasn't. I think that was like the original Making the Band. Yeah, exactly. And they were trying to like make another NSYNC Backstreet Boys clone. Right. And I mean, you know what's the sad part about Making the Band as a franchise and, you know, real uh, show? Ow. Is that all of the bands that were put together were absolutely incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. they could have gone on. And done more than one or two albums, you know? Anyway, that's my gripe about P. Diddy. <laughs> um, but anyway, Day 26, uh, if you guys watched Making the Band, I think you can watch some of it on YouTube still. Oh, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, and me and my dad, used, like, because we watched all the seasons together, mm-hmm. like all the episodes together, like we would be like, okay. Because when you, the um, the theme music, that would play during the intro, mm-hmm. we would be like, okay, well, whose voice is that? Whose voice is that? That's how we know who's going to be in the band at the end because they play the actual song. Mm, that seems spoilery. Well, and see, nobody put it together, though. Mm. You know what I mean? And then me well, and my I, dad... I assume this is like pre-social media and all yes. that to where yes. you know people are talking about that sort of yeah. thing. I think MySpace was still coming up at that time. So it wasn't really like a you know, widespread talk <laughs> the about The Dark Ages. <laughs> But then, like, but me and my dad, we would sit there, and because my dad would download it, <laughs> download the song, and then we would just, like, on the way to school every day or on the way home from school every day, we'd be like, okay, whose voice is that? Whose voice is that? And we figured it out. And so, like, we'd be like, okay, well, we figured it out. Let's see if these people actually make the band at the end. And I think we were always right, but we were always off, like, maybe. Like, we were missing one person. Mm-hmm. Like, Danny Kane had, what, like, four? Was there four or five? girls five there's five i think right off the top of my head there's five but we were always we always got to four we never got to the fifth person Mm. and then we're like oh maybe they just chose four instead and then same with day 26 they had five guys and then we guessed i think we guessed all of those ones accurately but it was always like a toss-up because we were like all the drama that happens obviously it was like the beginning of reality tv so well not the very beginning but it was a branch off of reality TV, so it was interesting. But yeah, I have a bunch of their songs. Are we in this together? So good. Uh, Don't fight the feeling. A lot of good stuff in there. And just, I don't know, it kind of makes me mellow out and just chill. So, uh, what else? Um, How much time do we have? Ten minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes. So I wanted to bring up this song because it was brought... To my attention by one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mr. Ray Walden. Thank you very much, sir. He wanted us to listen to I Ain't Always Thirsty by Ray Scott. Um, it is a country tune. The name alone already tipped me off to that. Uh, but I, f- I, think it'd be, I think it'd be nice to, you know. There's such a mood in here because the lights turned off automatically. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's still good lighting on the... Camera though. This does okay. seem well. I mean, I think our camera's frozen too, so we'll it's see. Still recording. Yeah. Oh, it is. We'll see. We'll see how, it, how it's happening. This seems like a newer, newer looking production, if you will. Okay. So, oh, four years ago. Okay. I was gonna say two years ago, but 2015 is four years ago. Where, where is all the time going? Uh, Ray Scott. Um, I think we list. I may have listened to a couple Ray Scott songs. Um, at the recommendation of Mr. Ray Walden. Okay. And if our uh, if our internet, well, 
Cooperate. Cooperate. We'll get a listen to this song and we'll get impressions of it. So, definitely something to think about whenever we we finalize where we're going to be doing our mm-hmm. actual recording. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want it to be set up all the time. <laughs> yeah, rather than having to break it down and set it up and, yeah. you know, all that sort of thing. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I love me some side guitar. Madam. This is ridiculous. What is happening? It is a... It is a... What's the word I'm looking for? I mean... As much as you... I don't want to say detest country Mm -hmm. music. There really is like a... Every song has like a mood that it fits. Right. And like... It, I feel like it expresses it way more than a pop song can or uh-huh. a... Like, for some reason, like, that country songs, like, really seep into you and get into your emotions. And I think that's why I enjoy them so much. Like, not every single one of them is going to be a top 40 hit. Uh-huh. But I don't think that's what it's... I think it's... <coughs> I think it, it, country music's intention is to like really hit the heart of you mm-hmm. a little more well, so than I a. I do like. There's a country song I do like. Mm-hmm. I'll play it for you. I'll, I'll take that. So y- your thoughts just on on listening to that? Uh, it's okay. I'll have to like. You have the laptop. I know, but I don't want to mess with. Okay. Stir. All right. Um. If I give it. An actual try, then I'm sure that song would be perfectly adequate. I I honestly think that you just need to find that perfect, the perfect like actual like country starter song that'll get you into it. And that because that's what happened. That's what happened to me. I think that's what happened to my cousin. Like we just found that one perfect starter song that just like branched us off into the rest of it. And I was talking to somebody else. The exact same thing happened to them too. Like. They just had that one song that hit them in the feels the right mm-hmm. way, and then they're like, "Okay, well now, let me find another song that helps me identify this a little better." Oh boy! Hold on one second. I gotta find a da da da. Find a da da da. Guys, while we have a minute. Uh, tell us what you think of the uh, the little videos that we've been posting on our Instagram. The uh, the little waveform things, the little show previews. Huh. Are you guys enjoying those? Hopefully, we can find you know good bits for that and all that. I really enjoy the Candy Rain one. Huh. I mean, it's really funny to listen back and just hear the conversations we had with that. So let us know what you think. We're definitely going to be putting those out, even if you don't like them. <laughs> Clearly, you guys like them a lot. Of, we we got a lot of response on those, which I was really happy about. Um, but we're we're going to be posting a lot more stuff to our Instagram now that I just out of the blue decided, hey, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we seem to be having a lot of uh, a lot of interaction there. So we're going to keep doing that. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you guys, a real, 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 real big favor. All right. Um, 
So we've been uh, hearing about this new podcasting app or podcast app called Himalaya. Uh, you may have heard some other podcasters, you know, be sponsored by them and stuff like that. We aren't. But the thing that we like about them is there is a tip jar feature for Himalaya. So what I'm going to ask you guys to do is if you feel so inclined, right? If you are, if you feel like what you're listening to is worth a tip, I think it'd be pretty awesome. Uh, go to Himalaya and you can actually uh, participate in that only if you feel like it. I'm not going to push you to do it. Um, you know, it's not going to make, uh, it's not going to change anything for us or our opinion of you if you don't. But uh, if you feel, if you feel so inclined to do so, I think it'd be really awesome just to help us, you know, so help support the show and uh, keep this going. I, I definitely want to, you know, you know, me and Steph's idea is to com- to to keep growing the show as it's been going for six seasons now. But we want seven, eight, nine, ten mm-hmm. to be bigger and better, uh, and that's why we're moving towards more videos and stuff like that. So help us out with that. That'd be that'd be really, really awesome. Uh, Steph is urging me to to stall some more. Um I'm trying to think of what else I can do. Um yes we totally forgot to do a B side after the Super Bowl. Um we were exhausted that night. Um we uh we had people over we had way more food than we needed to. Um, had a few more drinks than we needed to. Maybe more so me than than Steph. Uh, but um, yeah, so we will we will try to make it up for you in the next couple of minutes here. Once we wrap up recording, uh, we'll go live and we will do all of that. I don't know what else to say. Can can you at least talk it out while you're no, while you're typing it up? Why not? What is it that you're looking for? <sighs> From a movie? Yeah. From it's a country song. Huh? It's a country song. It's a I like. Okay. Well, I'll have to find another B-side. I don't have time for this. Anyway, sorry guys. I will find it, though. So, anyway, please (sighs) check out the Instagram. Check out Himalaya if you are so inclined. Um, Just search for us as you would. Uh, It does seem to be a pretty solid podcast app anyway if you're already using, like... um, iTunes and Spreaker. Yeah, if you're using uh, Stitcher and Apple Podcast or Overcast or anything like that, they will actually import your shows from there onto Himalaya, so... Like I said, we're not sponsored by Himalaya, but uh, it'd be really cool if you guys could uh, support the show in that way. Um, We've got some more uh, video recording equipment, so expect more things to be coming out on our YouTube as well. Uh, Steph, anything else before we get into the break? I noticed. (gasps) Yeah, the the coffee finally hit you. Yeah. All right, guys. We shall return in a minute. Gentlemen, am I recording? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. It didn't look like. Totally leaving that in. Oh, that's fine. Okay. So, 
Now that we're back from our musical break and I found what I wanted to tell you guys after the break had started, let's get into this review time. Is you ready for the top 20? I'm down. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, this is top 20. I am ready. Uh, I will preface this with I'm slightly disappointed. There's a preface. (laughs) Yes. And there's a disappointment. I guess I should have expected, ex- expected, expected that. I should have expected that. Because <laughs> La- the last episode was amazing, and the one before that was great too. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, number twenty. You gotta be by Desri. This song, yes. So. Yes, I knew, I thought that this was a song, but I wasn't entirely sure. Uh, So, of course, British artist, um, let's see, it was the third song on her second album, I Ain't Movin', and the first song on the album's U.S. version. Uh, Interesting, because uh, it was released in March of 94, then it was re-released in February 95, and then it was re-released again in March 99. Hmm. It's so this song seems to be having a lot of staying power. Would, but wouldn't re-release imply that it didn't have any staying power? No, no. So it's like no, no, sir. So uh, it was released around the world in '94 and '95 and became a top forty hit in several countries the first time and hit the top ten in the U.S. the second time. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it was featured. In several TV advertisements. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I can yeah, guess. You it's remember? That, it's that kind yeah. of song. Mm-hmm. I don't know what commercials, per se, mm-hmm. but it's that kind of song that would fit perfectly into yeah. a commercial. Yeah, and so the New York Times said that it was an infectiously sunny tune about the affirmation yes. powers of self-confidence. I think sunny is the perfect word. Yes. And so um, she said this this song is about having the inner strength to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh and then born out of me stopping myself and thinking every day how you have to be something um, and how to be different in each situation that you have to take care of in your life. Um, but uh, she drew inspiration for You Gotta Be from the Shakti Gwain book, <laughs> Creative Vis- Visual- Visualization, golly, which had... Um, so that's the title of the book? That's the author? Who, what is that? That's the Who author. Is oh, okay. The well, book is Creative Visualization. I, I hate to do this to you again, but what was the name one more time? <laughs> Shakti Gawain. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway. No, you know, no, I'm just excited because, <laughs> because the way I make those little... Preview videos, uh-huh. like it automatically like detects what words you're saying. So I'm just interested, like what words they're gonna put in place of what you just said there. <sighs> anyway, that's not a reflection on you. That's on <laughs> whatever robot it has to like try and figure out. Like, what word are you trying to say there? <laughs> anyway, that book, creative visualization, <laughs> helped her recover from a painful romantic breakup. No. Hence, this song was derived from that, from being optimistic. And uh, she started doing, I guess, daily affirmations. It's like a thing that she uh-huh. does now, uh, or started doing at that time, uh, once she finished reading that book, and especially out of that breakup, like just to you know, pick herself back up again. 
Uh, this song also was used by Sky Movies for their summer preview commercial. Uh, it began airing, uh, ABC began airing an ad campaign for Good Morning America with this song. Uh, it just, it was in the media a lot. Um, the song and video were parodied by Ellen Cleghorn playing O.J. Simpson, Simpson's first wife. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, during, I don't want to see that. Uh, and then, but visually resembling uh, Desiree uh-huh. uh, during a se- during season twenty episode of Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Uh, there, and there's just so many things. It was in the next Karate Kid, uh, object of my affection. Uh, PBS Kids if... used it for a Martin Luther King Jr. Day hmm. between. The years 1999 and 2006. If there is anything that Taylor Swift has taught us, that breakups and heartbreak mm-hmm. can make top 40 hits. Yes. And then, of course, there are so many covers. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people who have covered it. I've never heard a cover of this song. Uh, most of them are Japanese emo bands, which is very interesting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, one of them... <laughs> That's that's so random. Like one of them is called Michi Madness, the other one, uh, Nature Living, in their 2008 album After All. I or DJ Okawari. I am so so interested now. <laughs> I, this is a deep dive that I'm going to have to get into yeah, later on. I'll have to send you that information. What on earth? <laughs> Japanese emo bands. Yeah. I mean, the concept sounds amazing. So out of that list of seven people who covered it. Three of them were Japanese emo bands. <laughs> I guess that's just a reminder that like emo does not necessarily reflect yes. the same idea of emo that we had in mm-hmm. the early 2000s oh, yeah. when we were growing oh, up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm uh, very interested go. to hear what it might have sounded like. A little like. bit of optimism. Why not? <laughs> All right, guys. So, <laughs> number 19 is totally, Total Eclipse of the Heart by Nikki French. Oh. Hmm? Is you ready? I don't know if I am. So, uh, of course, the original version was in 83. Mm-hmm. Bonnie Nikki, Tyler. Yep. By Bonnie Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> AC knows that because hello, karaoke. But yes. Um, yes. so essentially, uh, this song peaked at number 54 on the UK singles in 94, but reached number five after being re-released or reissued in 95. In the States, she peaked at number two. Um, and then, so, she wanted this to be a dance version of the song. So, <laughs> it's... Where was your vision compromised? I mean, there's no danciness to this. Hold on. Hold on. So, I'm expecting when she like, was... Doom. When she was a teenager and she heard it in 83, she reacted negatively to the original one, suggesting that she could remake the song as a dance track. And then she thought, no, it's too strong a song to go down the dance route. It demeans it almost. And then I thought, well, either way, I'll give it a go and see what happens. And This feels like um, if you took Total Eclipse of the Heart and I Need a Hero, mm-hmm. also by Bonnie Tyler, and mm-hmm. like mash them up into one song. But do you hear it? This doesn't feel like a dance thing. 
I'm I dancing. Guess, okay. I, I, okay, fine. If you want to just be contrarian about it. Well, I mean. I guess, okay. As I can soon as she hear heard that this part worked with it, she said, you know what? It works. So I'm going to do it. The, the issue is, like, how do you get into the, the mood of dancing from mm-hmm. that initial introduction? Right. I don't know. I Okay. <laughs> so in 94, the end of 94, she got a call. So two months later saying that the buzz about this song being a dance track will not die down. So we're going to re-record it and re-release it in 95. And now we have this number 19. <laughs> on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1995. Uh, she said the slower version was the one that actually took hold in the UK where, the origi- where they originally started with the fast one and decided to go with the remix. It had the same vein as Bonnie Tyler version but sped up when the chorus came in, of course. And then the US, the remix was which was fast all the way through. So, Music and Media wrote, Away uh, away is the sandpaper vocal of Bonnie Tyler. The edge now comes from the dance context put into the ballad. Needless to say, it's an upbeat song uh, of 1995. I don't know. I'm... What do you think about it? How do you feel? It feels like... Canada hit number one on the dance and urban chart. Australia number two. Iceland number five. Scotland number four, U.S. number two, U.S. mainstream 40 number one. I'm trying to figure out how I really feel about it. Like, it feels like... It feels like when... when let me Let me do a food analogy here. You know how, like, in the culinary world, like, there are, like, deconstructed things now? Like yes. a deconstructed hot dog, a mm-hmm. deconstructed... This and that. Mm-hmm. This feels like that. It's like all the parts are there. Mm-hmm. But they're not quite coming together. Yeah. But on purpose, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about this. Like, okay. It, like, sure, like if I just gathered everything up and made it into like a giant food ball and shoved it into my <laughs> mouth, like, yes, essentially you have the Bonnie Tyler song. Okay. But it's not the Bonnie Tyler song, and it's way more disappointing. <laughs> so you don't like it? I don't, no, I, I don't hate it. I don't, I understand what the intention was. Mm-hmm. And I somewhat you want wanted, to like it? I somewhat wanted it to work, but down deep in my heart, mm-hmm. like, there's it's just, just that good. little, there's that little voice that's like, this is not good. Nah, son. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, well, that was number I, I 19. Don't, I don't know why that little voice in my heart is from New York. But <laughs> nah, son. <laughs> Anywho, guys, that was number 19. Number 19. Yes. Thoughts on the placement That's of That's disappointing. In all the things that we've listened to up till I now. I was okay with it, with the song before that. You got to be right in the middle because I, I, that song does have a lot of staying power. Yes. I, I haven't heard it in a very long time, but mm-hmm. when but I it, think back to 95, when I think back to 95, like, yes, like, my childhood, you know, revolved I heard that song. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to say revolve, but, like, it, it was always on. Yeah. Um, and then again in 99, early yeah. 2000s. But this song is, like... Yeah, I'm very confused. As this why. should have been... An, yeah. 
this should have been an honorable, honorable, honorable mention. <laughs> like, it should have, like, oh, look, it's on the list. But, like, we don't yeah. even, like, right. think about it. Okay. I'm... Hmm. Are you highly disappointed? I'm I'm a little disappointed. Billboard. <laughs> it's, it's a once again. It's a deconstructed song. De- it's a deconstructed Bonnie Tyler food ball. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Okay, <laughs> getting into the next song, or should I say songs plural? Because for some reason, Billboard decided, hey. Two songs by this one artist are number 18. Yeah, I did that with uh, a Mariah Carey song last season. Last season, I think. So, the first song in the duo is Boomtastic by Shaggy. Boombastic? Whatever. I love this song so much. I love this song so much. There is a remixed version that's yes, a little faster yes. that that I love way more than this. That's not quite as like it doesn't have the the Marvin Gaye sample in yep. the back there. But I love the Marvin Gaye in here. I of mean, course, it's Marvin Gaye. So this song was released in June '95 and achieved commercial success in many countries, including UK, Ireland, Sweden, New Zealand. And Australia, and of course, the U.S. And it peaked at number one on the U.S. Billboard R&B chart, and did the same on the U.K. singles chart. It reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100, and of course, ended the year at number 18. Uh, And then it features, like you said, that uh, Let's Get It On uh, Marvin Gaye sample. And this is on the B side of the In the Summertime uh, album. So, I think that's what it is. When it has the two, it's like, mm-hmm. here's the single that came out, mm-hmm. but on the B side is yeah. this song, which is interesting. Which I think is what happened with that Mariah Carey song. So, this song gained popularity after being featured in a Levi's television commercial, and then also it was a, in a commercial in 2016 for Chase Bank, and then in 2015 it was a Tide detergent commercial in the Philippines. And then the song is also featured in Barnyard, Mr. Bean's Holiday, George of the Jungle, and it's also featured in the video game Donkey Konga 2. Okay. Yep. And this song did... Donkey Konga? Like as in like with the the bongos? Yes. Okay. This is about to turn into a video game (laughs) podcast for for half a second. I wanted that thing so bad. Did you? And like... What was it for? Was it for... It couldn't have been for Wii, could it? Uh, I don't think so. Let me look it up. Bro. I don't know. Anyway, you don't have to get into that. I wanted it so bad. Never Game got Cube. it. GameCube. GameCube. Golly. I don't know why. For some reason, like... It's like... Like, this is, like, right after Dance Dance Revolution. So, mm-hmm. like, rhythm gaming was a thing. Mm-hmm. But right before Guitar Hero, I think. Or around the same time. For some reason, like I was like, yes, I want this, but never got it. Can we just talk about how great the song did on the charts? Australia, number one, peak position. Austria, number two. Belgium, number four. Belgium again, number five. Canada, it's, eight. Europe, it's, number one. Finland, two. France, seven. Germany, two. Iceland, four. I, uh, Ireland, number one. Italy, number one. 
New Zealand number one, Norway number two, Scotland number two, Sweden number one, UK number one. It UK is a R&B number one. It is US a very playful baby making song. So mm-hmm. also like it's also kind of like that thing. It's like you know there were guys who were like like this is like they would describe themselves as like this is my theme song. God, like you know there were guys like that. And Never I probably will admit, oh God, no. for maybe about a month or oh two, God. like this was on repeat for a while for me. So <laughs> no, you're one of those guys. You're I kind of was, yes, but you oh, know, geez. I mean, I n- never put it into practice or anything. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. It reached certified platinum in three countries: Australia, Norway, and the U.S. It was certified gold in four countries: Austria, France, Germany, and the U.K. What? Like I think it I think it just it goes back to it goes back to that Ina Kamose song where mm-hmm. it's like it's not fully it's not it's not fully American, mm-hmm. but it's not fully foreign. You have a little bit of the nostalgia with the Marvin Gaye but then you have the new modern beats in there. So I think it just brought in like a huge audience to appreciate it. Interesting. Like do, do you I mean, do, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. like there's there's a little bit of something for everybody mm-hmm. with this song. I think that's why it's so good. Um like it's a little you know for the, for the guys, like you can you can kind of feel yourself a little bit. For the ladies, like it's kind mm-hmm. of like that, you know. You got that little Marvin Gaye in there. You that kind of not a hundred percent romantic, but like right, kind of a little bit bad boyish almost. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Yeah. So yeah, all right. I don't know. Like I, like I I just I just think there was there was there's a little bit of something to appreciate for everybody in that song. Now getting into the second. Number 18 song, also by Shaggy. So are we technically doing six songs? Yes. Wow, okay. All right. It is In the Summertime by Shaggy. Do I know this song? Yes. This is a remake. So this song was originally by uh, Mungo Jerry, the Mm -hmm. group. And this song was actually, it says, one of the best-selling singles of all time, eventually selling more than 10 million copies. But if we go down to the Shaggy version, uh, of course, it's on the opposite side of uh, the Boombastic mm-hmm. album. Like uh, this is the B-side? Yes. This okay. is the, no, this is the, the this title the, track. Yeah, oh. This mm. is the title track. So Boombastic, wow. Yeah. Good stuff on so B-sides. So this is obviously a cover in 95 um, from his third studio album. Uh, aside from his rap, of course where he always adds in his own flow and everything. um, He performed the song on Baywatch. Interesting. (laughs) And then he re-released it for a movie called Flipper in 96. Did you say called Flipper as in you are unfamiliar with this movie? Yes, I'm unfamiliar with the movie. Really? Yeah, I have no idea. Dolphin movie. I mean, I see the picture, but yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I mean, I can't be like, oh my gosh, you've never seen Flipper, because mm-hmm. it's not one of those kinds of movies, yeah. but like, I just felt like it was widely marketed to our age bracket. Interesting. 
Well, the song obviously did not have nearly as much staying power as Boombastic did. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because, like, even that Mongo Jerry version, which mm-hmm. I, I like, it's like you, you hear it once and you're like, okay, I'm good for another couple of years. Like, Well, I mean, that song was number one in every single country. Y- yeah, I think. Like, for the year, when it was released, I mean, it was from the 70s, 1970. It was not, like, literally, I'm looking at the charts performance. Mm-hmm. It peaked at number one in every country. Yeah, I mean, I, I get Everything. it. Like, it's a it's a good song. Like, it's a, a fun kind of islandy party song mm-hmm. almost. So I get it. But like, it's very interesting. After you've heard it a couple times, right, it's like, like it's okay. the same. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I'm not as big a fan of this song as I am, of course, of Boombastic. So I have just... nothing else to say. <laughs> Moving right along. But no, I mean, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Like, is that one, should that be on the same level as Boombastic? Or am I, I losing it? Like, uh, do I not? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe it's just like a originality thing. Maybe. Who knows? So. Because that Mariah Carey B-side mm-hmm. was a cover as well. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Number 17. <laughs> Man, we are rolling. Uh, Always by Bon Jovi. So as soon as I saw this music video, as soon as it started, I was like, this was we the have one you were ha- you, you were having an issue with this one. Yes, this is the one I was very confused because I was like, I have seen this music video and there, I don't willingly just listen to Bon Jovi on my own. Like, I, I don't know why. But Mistake. No, I'm I joking. mean, I just never have. This, this podcast is named after a Bon Jovi song. I know that. Anyway, so the reason why I was having such a hard time is because it was number 91 in 1994. And one of us, probably you, chose it as our honorable mention because we watched this music video and we were like, what is happening? No. Yes. I. We probably watched the music video. I don't think we either one of us picked it for it. No, I remember talking about it on the podcast. I remember. Because we were like, first of all, this guy is not good looking. I mean, he's decent looking, but he's creepy looking. Because he's recording. You remember? Okay. Anyway. I'll have to just. I No, I, I. For 94? Yes. Yeah, there's no way I picked this. We talked about it. Uh, we may sure. have talked about it, but I don't think I picked it. I wish I could bring up my notes from then. But I think we may have just been like... Then why did we watch the music video if we didn't choose it? I feel like a lot of... Like whenever we're doing our honorable mentions, it's like, do we know this song? Mm -hmm. And like, we'll watch the music video. Uh And then we'll be like, no, not really. But this then is, there may have been is, something that caught Do you remember me. this music video? I need you to come over here then. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Ready? You're going to remember. Remember? No. No, because I would have remembered what's her name. Because we talked about this and we were like, what is happening? What's her, what is her name? I don't remember. She's a famous actress. Yes, and so is she. 
Gosh, because then, because, <laughs> because they're, he was like recording them, and we were like, what, sir, why do you have a camera? Maybe you watched this. No. I don't remember this at all. I remember us talking at, about it at length, honestly. Maybe, I think while you, maybe while you were doing your research. And then a guy that comes and rescues her looks exactly like the original guy. So. I don't know. Anyway. But that was that. So let's get to some facts about it, though. Um, this song, it it felt... It, yeah, what do you think? Bon Jovi, he brings an intensity mm-hmm. in his songs. But for some reason, this one is not so much the same kind of intensity. He r- literally feels like he's straining in this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more personal. Maybe. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, So this song is one of their best-selling songs. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it sold a million copies in the U.S. and three more than three million worldwide. Uh, it reached number four. It reached number one in Belgium, Canada, Ireland, Switzerland, uh, and number two in Australia, U.K., and Germany. Hmm. <clears throat> so it was originally written by Bon Jovi. Uh, the soundtrack for 1993's Romeo is Bleeding, <laughs> starring That's Gary Oldman as a cop and mafia aide. But then Bon Jovi was like, I'm not giving this movie my song because the script is great, but the movie sucks. Uh, So. Kind of the same situation as uh, Young Guns we talked about. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I like your, I like the idea of the movie, but Mm -hmm. I don't want you to ruin Wanted for everybody. So here we go. I'm going to write a different song Mm -hmm. for it. But so, this was a this was one that he wrote for the movie, mm-hmm. and then he pulled it. Uh, and then what happened was he just left it somewhere, just hanging out. And then one of his A and R friends told him, "You should re-record it and re-release it as just a single." Yeah, see. and that's what he did. It's not a bad idea. Good, good, you know, business management mm-hmm. there, uh, Mister Jovi. Very interesting. Or, no, it's Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but number one and number three, all the way around. Hmm. Um, and then it's double platinum in Australia, gold in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Countries. I feel like I need to do a bit more digging into this song because mm-hmm. there might there might be something I'm missing because I'm not fully impressed by this one. To really? be honest with you, yeah, I don't know, I don't know I think what the it vocals is. are impressive. Of course. I'm I'm actually not a fan of the vocals in this oh, one. What? He, I mean, it's it's great. It's Bon Jovi, which is which is great. But like, it really does sound like he is having a hard time with the song. Hmm. Called emotion. <laughs> <laughs> what is this emotion you speak of? Um, no, like I don't know. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not enjoying it like I would any other Bon Jovi song. Gotcha. Well, it was platinum in the UK and US. If well, all those anything. people are wrong. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, clearly I am. There is something I'm missing here, which I will. I have no issue in finding out what what I'm missing. Totally fine. Are you ready for the number sixteen song? Is that the last song in this yep. episode? Yeah. Lay it on me. It is. Have you ever really loved a woman by Brian Adams? Oh my. <clears throat> As you can hear, guys, AC's straining his excitement. 
here's what I'm going to tell you. This music video. Mm-hmm. You know how people talk about like their their sexual awakenings? <laughs> okay. This is it. What? For me. Watch this music video. You will understand. I'm going full on Denzel Washington hand on stuff right now. What telling her to watch this music video. I did watch it. Oh my lord. <laughs> this is hilarious. This. I feel like you've said that before though. Yes. And you know, it's probably because we had reviewed Brian Adams and something mm-hmm. else and you were talking about this. Okay. Yes. So this song was written, of course, by Brian Adams, uh, Michael Kamen, and Robert John Lang so much. Uh, for the film Don Juan DeMarco. Yes. The melody is used Starring Johnny Depp. as a musical motif throughout the film. Yes, you see Johnny Depp throughout this music video a lot. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, but this version actually only plays on the ending credits. It plays two more times throughout the movie, but it's by, of course, Spanish musicians. Um, but <clears throat> it also was on the album 18 Till I Die, which was released over a year later, a whole year later. And it was number one for five weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. And then it made it the third song, no, third number one song for this songwriting team, meaning... Adams came in and Lang, which is interesting because then it earned them their second Oscar nomination. This music video, mm-hmm. single handedly, just like my love for Spanish guitar. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do know that. Brian Adams, <laughs> lingerie. <laughs> what? Just like this music video did it all for me. Oh, like, boy. Well, you might be sad to know that this song lost out uh, for Best Original Song at the 68th Academy Awards to Colors of the Wind from Pocahontas. That is disappointing. (laughs) But I feel like that's... If if I'm... From my true music critic's Mm -hmm. heart, Mm -hmm. that is the right choice. Uh, You'll also be very upset to know that it was not certified anything in the U.S., in the UK, it was silver, and then Switzerland, Sweden, Germany, Austria, it was gold. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. This lives in my heart. Okay. All right. And on top of that, mm-hmm. just like being a gentleman as well. Uh-huh. This song taught me that. <laughs> this music video was shot in Spain. At Casa Los Pavos Reales. Do you not like... I'm just trying not to laugh at you. Why not? You're, you're so serious about this the, song. I'm telling you, I love this song so much. Like, this shapes so much of my... Of, of me. Of who I am. <laughs> it defines me. On that note, guys... No, no. <laughs> this no. has been shot through the chart. No, no, it has not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> this is Stephanie. No, no, no. You need to I... tell no. You we need your opinion on the song, gosh dang it. <laughs> I have I have no opinion because all of that was just listening to you and your amazement. But I did listen to it earlier and I did enjoy it. I really, really love Spanish guitar. That's probably what's selling me on it. Quite honestly. But do you not like 
I'm not being moved by the video at all. Okay, that's fine. Because, you know, I saw this when I was like five, okay? So <laughs> this this like imprinted okay. in my brain. Like this is this is life <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. Oh um <laughs> We're just deteriorating. No, no, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> He's not really here, guys. I am. I'm just sucked into the Five-year-old world. Yes. <laughs> Guys. I don't know why I love this song so much. You're so passionate about it, too, and that's what's just making me laugh so much. Because You're not accepting so... my non-answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is just so ingrained in my mind, though. Like, I don't know why. Like, it was so... Important to you? Yes. I, do, yeah. I mean, this, like... Like, are any questions being answered in your mind about me? Like, listening to this song and seeing this music video? I mean, now I know why you want to go to Spain so badly. And you were so upset when you were a teenager that you couldn't go. That's for other reasons. I mean, of course. But still, it just makes it a little bit more hilarious (laughs) to that story. Oh, my God. Because that's not the only reason why you were upset. Like I just want to say so much more. Like, oh, man. like don't don't get upset with me, okay? Because you have moments like this with so many I'm, songs. I'm genuinely not upset. I'm genuinely thoroughly enjoying myself right now because you were just on one about the oh, song. I love the song so much. <laughs> just like <laughs> I, I had to stop myself from saying, "Can you play it one more time?" <laughs> Just because, like, that, oh, man, the Spanish guitar and, like. That's the only thing that's saving it for me is the Spanish guitar, honestly. What about, like, the lyrics are so great, too. Honestly, once I hear a Spanish guitar, the lyrics don't matter to me. Lady, oh, we we have some dissection to do later on. My cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing so much. I love this song so much. Guys, tell us what you thought of number 20 to number 16 on this Billboard Hot 100 of 1995. (laughs) Let us know what you think. I think this is the first time (laughs) I've ever, like, really thought, like, how much impact, like, this song has had on my life. (laughs) Let us know what you think I'm not even, like, the biggest Brian Adams fan. I I love Brian Adams, but, like, this song. On Facebook. Shot through the chart on Instagram. On Twitter, STTC Podcast. If you feel so inclined, you can email us at shot through the chart at gmail.com. Through, you know spell T H R U. I said earlier, maybe if you feel like it, you can go to Himalaya and tip us. No, this episode. This one. This is the one. Guys, we thoroughly enjoy reviewing the Billboard Hot 100 for you because it gets, it goes there sometimes. And this episode, it went there, and I really, really hope that you guys stick around for the B side. We can stop here. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm we don't just, have to review any more songs. This no, is no, it. No, we're almost at number one. We're, we're number 15 to number what? Like if we time? never do another episode, I'll be so happy. <laughs> like, just because we reviewed this song. Guys, there goes our podcast. It was like 16? Career. Yes, it was number 16. How dare you? <laughs> you the, the fact that you just realized it's number 16. 
is hilarious. Okay, you know what? It's in the top 20. Yes, I'm, it is. I will accept that. Should have been in the top 10. but Guys, <laughs> this is Stephanie. And he is AC. I am AC. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.